podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to this Anglo-Italian podcast teaser from the latest podcast. Remember to follow the Anglo-Italian podcast on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and LinkedIn. And if you enjoy this episode, why not give us a five-star review on your favorite streaming platform? Enjoy. Honestly, when I got that voice note, I just had the biggest smile on my face. Like, Basri, thank <laughs> yeah. you for that. It was incredible. Just see, and like, these are the stories of the World Cup that you love. This is why you love the World Cup, right? A country like Morocco, and I have to admit, like, when we did the preview episodes, when we did the preview shows, he was talking about how great this Morocco side was. And I was like, ah. Uh, in the back of my head, I was like, okay, it's a fan getting a bit overexcited about his team. And like, you know, I, I don't know how much I believe in this, the quality of this team. But then the more you've seen them play, and then the more the names do kind of jump out, and you're like, oh, actually, they mm. have got Masraoui, who plays first choice for Bayern Munich. They have got Amrabat, who now everybody's seeing how good that guy is, and mm. I don't think he'll be at Fiorentina much longer. Like, they have got ZH, they have got Akimi, and all of a sudden the names do come out. This is a squad with a lot of quality, and I think more importantly, incredibly well coached. Like yeah. the the performance they put in against Spain, just they never lost their shape. And Spain we're going to get onto and what was wrong with them. But I think no matter what Spain did, the players never lost their shape. They just shifted across, stayed on the job and played the football they've played the entire tournament, low block, catch a team on the break. And I think their XG with alongside Spain was basically 0.01 difference across the 90 minutes. Like, they created, like, as many and as dangerous chances as Spain. Spain did nothing <laughs> except pass the ball. And Morocco, I think, rightfully got through. Like, the penalties were incredible. I love Hakimi penenkering the country of his birth out of the World Cup. Is just unbelievable like the, the the amount of balls that takes um but adam i'm gonna go to you first morocco amrabat how impressed have we been uh yeah i kind of called it i said this would be the yeah, shock did, i did call did, it. i said did. said this would be the way it would go uh, maybe not in a fashion but certainly that morocco would win this uh, i'm just happy i mean Basri kind of summed it up just like how joyous that moment was. Mm. It was like, you can't help but have that little smile for them. Like mm. they, they were just so exciting prior to this round. They played a bit more pragmatic, it has to be said, but you know, they absorbed what Spain threw at them, which wasn't a lot. It has to be said. It was just, yeah, making sure they kind of tied themselves out by trying to kind of do their passing moves and then just kind of counterattack them. And I, I thought they were unlucky on occasions. Kadira in extra time had that chance smothered mm. by Simon, for example. But even when you went into penalties, it felt like they were confident. Like from that first kick, like I just felt like, wow, okay, so Spain missed, then it was Morocco. And the way he kind of just turned up, it just didn't seem like it dawned on them that this is penalty shootouts. It was <laughs> like they were just going we're going to win this. And yeah, there was yeah. that confidence about Bono, who obviously Basri calls out, uh, mm. you know, it was his third game. Like he hasn't played every game in this tournament, but it's incredible. It, it, just how they seem to work together. And when you look at the names, yes, you have got the like the likes of Zayic, but you've got players that are playing in the French league, like, mm. like, you know, the second division of the French league. So they're not even in playing for the big clubs as well. Like, We've, we've talked about players like Ilias Cher, who's playing in the championship. He hasn't yeah, really yeah. turned up yet. 
the Chadira, who we know from Bari as well. It's great to see him on the pitch for yeah, once. But, uh, I mean, yeah. again, he hasn't he hasn't really featured that much. So it just goes to show you the strength that they've got in their first eleven, and just the way they play, just fight for each other, and that's kind mm-hmm. of the what's been instilled by the manager. And it's great that they've actually got a homegrown manager, an ex-player who's kind of building this philosophy. He he's kind of alluded to the fact that they might not play total football in the next round, which is like we know they can play it, but I think he's also a bit more pragmatic. He knows who they're going to face. So he's just going to make it difficult. And mm-hmm. do you know what? I, I got this funny feeling about Morocco. They could, they could pull I, it off and that would be agreeable. We have just talked about how amazing Portugal are, but I do still have a feeling about Morocco. Podcast Network.